With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Ezekiel, the prophet of God. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Yahshua. As we go through the prophet Ezekiel. An interesting thing we're learning here. Now, I want to let you know that as we go through Ezekiel, the Spirit of God is going to direct me to show us things um, about certain verses and what's going on and stuff like that and, and going into more details. But in other instances, it's, whatever the leading of the Holy Spirit is guiding me, and we may not go into great details, just like an overview of what actually is being said and go go into details. I have learned the hard way, I can tell you, that sometimes when you try to go into especially prophecy, in the verses in the Bible and try to find out, you know, what's really being said and, you know, trying to find a secret thing, which a lot of uh, people um, think that there's all this secret stuff in prophecy. Well, there is some secret stuff in prophecy, but that's easily seen. But if you have to really look for it or it, takes too much time out of the actual study of the verse and it brings you and it loses the whole message of the verse that isn't from God and people get caught in that I've done that and I've gotten caught in a verse here and there in the past and have been looking at the languages and and doing it and studying it for days one verse I mean um, and that's the devil. That's not God. That's not the way that God works. God works simply and easily as long as you're listening to the Spirit of God. So understand those that are studying with us here um, at Ezekiel, the prophet of God, that, you know, don't worry about all the details. The important part is the picture and what it is that Ezekiel was shown. Ezekiel, we're going to pick it up in chapter 1, verse 9 to begin with. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they four had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side, and they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. Thus 
were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one were joined one to another, and two covered their bodies. And they went, every one straight forward, whither their spirit it was to go. They went, and they turned not when they went. For as the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures, and the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Wow, we can get into all of that, and, you know, you could go bonkers trying to, you know, get into all of that when God is telling you some important things simply and don't go digging for things that really aren't there. Ezekiel is going to continue to tell us what these living creatures look like. A very interesting thing is being said in verse 9. Now, like I said, when the Spirit leads me to go into the Hebrew and take a look at it and all that stuff, there's a reason for that. And I thought it was so interesting when I went into verse 9 and looked in the Hebrew what it actually says, even though the, um, the, the English says something totally different. It says their wings were joined one to another, that part of the verse. <laughs> and, the, and it is no big deal except for God wants us to know that the Spirit of God knows what's actually being said. And translations, even the King James, are not accurate. There's something that went on. The devil is allowed to corrupt all Bibles. Okay, all translations, absolutely. And it's a test for us. And so the information that's in here is not a big deal as far as we got to find out what exactly God means by that and all that stuff. No, what God wants us to know and that so that you will know you're listening to the Spirit of God is that sometimes the English is corrupted. So, it actually says, instead of what it says, their clothes were united women sisters. <laughs> I think that's funny. Anyway, um, now I've told you before that the living creatures are representative of the earth and everything on the earth. And the only thing that it represented represented on the earth was men, you know, face of a man, hands of a man kind of a thing. But women were not, you know, uh, mentioned at all in the four living creatures who are representatives of earth and what is on the earth. So 
that's why this is here. Um, just so you know, it's it's letting you know that this part of them was feminine, okay? Because there's women on earth. There's no women in heaven, but there's women on earth. So it's representing this. There's there's no um, as we as we go forth here. It's you know it's the likeness of a lion and an eagle and a fox and a I mean an ox and all of that. Um, there's no lions or oxes or eagles in heaven. Okay, <laughs> so and there's no flesh men in heaven either. You know that live there. You don't go back to heaven when you die in the flesh. And so these living creatures are a special creation. So that's what the verse, the beginning of it, actually says. Okay? So, so it's very interesting that it was left off by the translators. Now, the next part of this verse it says, they turned not when they went. So they turned not when they went. And they went, everyone, straight forward. And basically what that's saying is, Ezekiel is explaining to us that they floated when they moved. That's what he's telling us, that... They didn't walk like humans walk when they moved around. They floated. These are, but they had feet, which is very interesting, isn't it? So God is giving us a little bit of an insight through Ezekiel into what the supernatural actually can do and how they move and what they do and stuff like that so that you can be prepared for the captivity. You understand, Ezekiel was in captivity. And so he saw this during the captivity. So you will see these things during the time Satan captures the whole earth. Understand that's what it's for, so that you understand you're going to see these types of things. And Satan most likely will have his own four creatures, four living creatures here. But his own four living creatures, not the ones that were from God. You see, Satan is a counterfeiter. So when that occurs and the four living creatures show up, understand, don't be fooled <laughs> that it's God because it's not. Satan is a counterfeiter. So, you understand that about verse 9. Very interesting stuff. And the other things that I want you to see about verse 9 is that very interestingly, it's, there's, a, if you've studied the Hebrew, before, um, you know that there's two words used for the word man when man is used. Well, the first, the first one here in verse 10, um, the face of a man is Adam. It's 
uh-huh, dumb, or the atom. And, but the part where it talks about the woman, it's not a, an Adamic woman necessarily. It's an Ish woman. So, just so you know. In other words, they look both Adamic and Ish. Understand? Don't make a big deal about this. The living creatures were created by God for the earth age. This earth age. And so they are made up mostly of earthly things. Ezekiel was the only person that was shown these living creatures in such details. Yes, we know John saw these creatures. Hold your place in Ezekiel and go to John and and see what John saw. And I want you to go to Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. And let's take a look beginning in verse 6. And of course, John is up in heaven. And he's seeing the throne of God. And he's actually seeing God on his throne. Not Jesus. Jesus isn't there yet. This is before Jesus became the Lamb of God in chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4, verse 6. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. In the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. So you understand that John was also shown these living creatures, but John was shown them in heaven, not in their vehicles and how they approach the earth for Ezekiel. And the other thing that I want you to see in Revelation before we go back to Ezekiel is that these living creatures can speak. They're not like just, you know, zombies or something. They know what's going on. They got a brain in their head. Okay. And so chapter six here in Revelation says verse one And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying Come and see. So you see, the four beasts were showing John the seals. (laughs) Interesting, isn't it? So there's no wonder that you've got the four beasts back here in Ezekiel, turn back to Ezekiel, arriving for Ezekiel to see them and experience them during the captivity. So 
why? Why did Ezekiel get shown, you know, the four living creatures in such detail and the vehicles that they arrive in? God wanted to uh, Ezekiel to experience the full appearance of these four so he would believe what he was told. You understand? This was while he was awake. Okay? And so that's the reason Ezekiel was seeing this. He knows this is real. This is during the captivity. This is supernatural. Nobody else can see this stuff. Next verse 10, Ezekiel tells us more about these living creatures. And they were part of the supernatural. And we need to understand when the world is in captivity to Satan's system, we will be seeing supernatural beings that glow and can float. And that's what verses 10 through 14 tell us. It tells us about their floating, how they move, what they do, how they look, the vehicles they're in, that kind of thing. In verse 14, it tells us they move with the speed of lightning. That's interesting. Have you ever thought about that? Now, look at verse 14. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. You know how fast that is? So, just so you know, the supernatural can move in the blink of an eye. Can you see the beginning and the end of a flash of lightning if you're real close to it? No, of course not. Boom, it's gone. The only way you can sort of see the speed or of a flash of lightning is actually from a far distance where you can see the beginning and the end only because it has, you know, you've got a big sky to look up into and you kind of can see the whole picture, but you can't actually see the traveling. You can't see the beginning. You can't see when it starts and when it ends, but you can see the picture. Boom, it's there. Boom, boom. Wow. It wasn't there. And your eyes can pick up that it travels. It, the lightning moved. <laughs> from one place to another, just like they didn't appear, okay? So these living creatures move like that. The supernatural moves like that. You understand? So anybody that thinks they're going to run and hide away from these people, <laughs> away from the supernatural, they don't know what they're talking about. They're thinking in flesh terms. They're not thinking in the supernatural. And, and one of the reasons why Ezekiel was shown this was so that we would be prepared for what it is that will, you know, appear on earth. What will be happening? What we will be seeing? You think that the TV, you know, has these alien ships and all this stuff and, you know, that um, that they uh, are anything. Wait until the real supernatural show up. It's amazing. You understand? So understand, that's the reason why we're being shown this in detail for us is so we know what 
to expect. And so when you expect it, guess what? That's part of the armor of God. If you know what's going to happen, if you have the knowledge you need, then you're prepared, right? So it isn't going to catch you off guard. Oh, it's going to catch a lot of Christians off guard, though. Ezekiel 15. Now, as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces, the appearance of a wheel and their work was like unto the color of barrel, and their four had one likeness, and their appearance and their work was as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went upon their four sides, and they turned not when they went. As for their rings, they were so high that they were dreadful, and their rings were full of eyes round about them four. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them, And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went. Thither was their spirit to go, and the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When those went, these went. And when those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up from up over against them for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels now this is very interesting and and pay close attention to what we're going to see here in the next part we are being shown the vehicles they arrived in that's the wheels within the wheels and one of the things that Ezekiel tells us is the vehicles landed on the earth where Ezekiel was. But remember, those with Ezekiel couldn't see these vehicles. They actually landed right there. And there was people around with Ezekiel. Amazing, isn't it? We have seen this happen before with the prophet Elijah. And only he could see the army of God surrounding and protecting him. It was in the Kings. If you um, don't know the story, Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha um, was able to be um, uh, able to tell the king of Israel um, what was going on in the king of Assyria, if I'm not mistaken, um, meetings having to do with how he was going to attack, where he was going to bring his army, what they were going to do. And Ezekiel, every time the king of Assyria tried to attack Israel, Israel was ready for them because Elisha knew what their plan was. And and it was the, to the point that they, it was in the king's chamber, you know, where only certain people were in there. Nobody else was in there. Even the king himself was there by himself coming up with plans. And Ezekiel, st- I mean, and um, Elisha still knew the plans. Well, <laughs> and he told the king of Israel. So it didn't work out too well for the king of Assyria. 
And so they were wondering how in the world can he be doing that? You know, nowadays we know because they have some kind of video or microphone, you know, listening to you. But Elisha's time, they didn't have that stuff. They they have the Spirit of God, which the Spirit of God can be anywhere God wants to be. And he listens to what's going on and he knows what humans are talking about and what they're thinking. And he went and told Elisha, meaning the spirit told Elisha what's going on. And Elisha could see into the world of the supernatural. Uh, It was one of the um, answers to Elisha's request that he was given at the time that he took over for Elijah. And so what happened is that the king finally figured it out by, I guess they had spies or whatever, in the king of Israel's camp. And they found out that Elisha, that Elisha would go and tell the king what it was that the king of Assyria was planning so that they could be ready. And so the king of Assyria decided that he wasn't going to go after Israel. He was going to go after Elisha. So he found out where Elisha was, you know, an old prophet by himself um, with his servants or whatever, you know, on his own. And so he brought his whole army that surrounded the whole area that Elisha was, you know, where his house was, where he's living. (laughs) and Elisha and his servant come out of the house in the morning and his servant looks around and they're they're all surrounded. I mean, you know, they didn't come in for the kill. They were, you know, at a distance, but they were all surrounded by the the king of Assyria's whole army. And... um, and so, so the servant was really uh, scared. What are we going to do? And Elisha, of course, because he can see into the supernatural, told the servant, don't worry. <laughs> and, of course, the servant is like, what do you mean, don't worry? What, what do you mean? <laughs> it's just us two here. And, um, and so what Elisha said to the, you know, to God, of course, is open his eyes. And so... God opened his eyes, and he could see what Elisha could already see, because Elisha could see into the supernatural. And when he had his eyes open, the servant, he saw surrounding the king of Assyria's army, which surrounded them, was God's army. Yep. The supernatural, Michael and his angels and their chariots, were surrounding the king of Assyria. So they had nothing to worry about. In other words, Ezekiel, I mean, uh, Elisha could see the supernatural. And this is what Ezekiel saw. Ezekiel saw the supernatural when nobody else could. Not even, you know, the army people, none of them, or his servant until he asked God. The reason we are being told they have vehicles 
is because when the supernatural arrive on Earth in the future, they will have vehicles. Yes, that's an important part to remember. Yes, the supernatural will have vehicles. This also explains people seeing, quote, <laughs> aliens in ships. It is all the supernatural and most likely Satan's angels getting the world ready for their appearance. You understand, yes, Satan's angels can come to and fro the earth. Satan can, but his angels can't. His angels can, and they can come on the earth, and they travel in, in vehicles, just like Ezekiel saw. Ezekiel tells us that there were four vehicles, so each of the living creatures had a vehicle, and they were round in shape. Ezekiel tells us these wheels, or round vehicles, moved, but the wheels they were made with did not turn. So it isn't like spinning wheels, you know, like you see. Um, it just was there, you see, and it just existed. It was just the shape of the vehicle. And Ezekiel then tells that these vehicles were very large. See the part here? Very large at the beginning as for their rings, they were so high that they were dreadful, understand? So, yeah, that, these are big vehicles. And they had windows on the top that was all around the vehicle. Understand? Ezekiel 119 tells us that these vehicles carried the living creatures inside. Now, listen up. we got more information here. It's very interesting. You're going to find this particular part interesting. I hope you find it all interesting. I did, but anyway. In Ezekiel 120, Ezekiel lets us know he could see, he was human now, he could see the living creature's spirits inside the vehicle and they were controlling the vehicles. You understand? He could see what was going on inside the vehicles and that he could see the spirits of the living creatures. Now we know we can't see anyone's spirit here. Humans, no. We all have spirits, absolutely. We can feel the spirit of someone. I've experienced that many times. Um, I, don't, I, I know we all have, you know, some, um, what do they call it, kindred spirits where you meet a person and you just hit it off. I mean, that's rare. For me, anyway, I very rarely find anybody that's a kindred spirit. Um, but there are people that you can just tell the instant you meet them that there's something about them that connects you guys, and you can, and they're they're easy to talk to, or easy to be around, or easy to be with, or something. I mean, you can feel it. It's an interesting, but 
We can feel the spirits. But Ezekiel could actually see the spirits. He could see into the supernatural. And when you're in the supernatural, what would that do for you? What would it do for you? You know, like, because he's experiencing what the supernatural experience. Well, if you can see the spirit of the person that you're talking to or seeing, you could see if it's an evil spirit or a good spirit, right? Yep. That means you can see what they're made of. Understand? So, when in heaven, (laughs) Satan is evil. We know that. God knows that. Everybody knows that. And in heaven, his evilness shows right through. There is no hiding his evilness. And so, understand that that's what's going to happen. Are you ready for that in captivity? Your eyes will be open. Satan is allowed to do that. He has the power. Your eyes will be open to be able to see each other's spirits, not only the flesh. And that's how they'll know who's who, meaning good or bad, evil or good. You understand? Another interesting thing to see here is the words, whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went. And for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheel. Not like humans, we can only see the flesh person, not the soul or the spirit that is actually controlling the actions. Another interesting thing to note here is these creatures, that's right, had no souls like God has or humans have. That's right. The soul is the part of us that's going to live on in eternity. You're going to be given an incorruptible body, a new body that is not going to die or age or any of that stuff. But if you make it, if you're found written in the book of life, if you make it into the eternity, if you're not thrown in the lake of fire, you're going to be given an immortal soul. The angels don't have immortal souls because Satan and his angels and the false prophet and all the supernatural that are going to be here during the captivity will be thrown into the lake of fire and destroyed. You understand? As if they never existed. You won't remember them in eternity. God is going to blot blot them out of existence once we're in eternity. That's why there'll be no tears, no worrying about people that you knew that didn't make it. Because there won't be. They won't exist. So, it is interesting that these beasts, Ezekiel could see their spirits, but no soul is mentioned. 
they have no soul. They're, they're just created for the earth time, this earth age. They're a special being that God has created. In verse 21, Ezekiel continues to tell us that vehicles, that these vehicles could move any way they wanted to. It's an interesting part here, too. And the creatures stayed inside the vehicle. Well, the vehicle moved up, down, here, there, right, left. It didn't matter. And remember the speed of lightning. And the creatures were inside these vehicles. And what happened to them? Well, what didn't happen to them? They were not thrown around. They were not holding on to anything. That's much different. (laughs) Much different than, you know, our vehicles here on Earth, that's for sure. But the vehicles were moving at lightning speed and the creatures were not affected by the speed of the craft in any way. Amazing, isn't it? Try doing that with any man-made vehicle. You understand, Ezekiel is showing us not only a little bit more about the living creatures, what they had, how they moved, what they traveled in, some things about the, you know, the vehicles themselves, and letting us know, you know, the way it responded to you, and it's on the thought, you know, that's what the spirit is, you understand? So whatever the living creatures wanted to do, they did, the vehicles, in other words. It was all done by thought. (laughs) And that's what it was telling you. It was done by thought. Amazing, isn't it? Ezekiel will be getting a look into heaven where God is next time. Are you ready for the captivity? Ezekiel, the prophet of God. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.